On today's UFC Unfiltered, my Jimmy is gone. I missed my Jimmy, but I got my good buddy, Camp Kennedy, is going to be is a director. Good, great guy, fun guy. He's going to be in studio. We also have the great Carlos Condit calling in, talking about his fight with Neil Magny. And Holly Holm talking about a fight this weekend, UFC 219 versus Cyborg for the title. So exciting. What a show. Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. All right. All right. It's not me. Jimmy is out somewhere in the world spreading not disease, love. He's spreading love with his, through his comedy. <laughs> so Jimmy's uh, out taking over the world. I, I miss my Jimmy. I really do. But I'm happy to see Chris, the producer, happy as to usual. See you, man. Don't make it weird, Chris. I'm All not right. used to giving you compliments. I know. And I also, listen, people knew I was in, um, I, I told them about uh, when I was in Vegas shooting something. And we're going to get into that now. It was my first time I ever acted in my life, Chris, the producer. And I kind of bonded <laughs> with the director. Right, I remember you saying. I might be overselling that a little bit, but we we got close. His name is Camp Kennedy. He's the director of this thing I was in. Camp, say hello. I'm going to call you Kennedy. You like being called Kennedy, right? That's right, man. It's almost like Madonna. Just call right? one name. That's what it is. Prince. It, it, that, exactly. Yeah. That's So you like being called Kennedy, but it's Camp Kennedy if people want to find you, and it's with a K. Yes. Sounds like a fucking destination. What a... <laughs> What's that about, man? That's, that's kind of that, growing up with that must have been trouble. You got to have a handle, man. You got to have some some different. Name. When I see now, you're a director of all things. I asked you before we got on air, like, what the, yeah. what do you direct besides what I was in, which we're going to talk about in a second. It was it was an interesting beginning. It started with booty videos down in my. What do you mean booty? Like like uh, world stars type of stuff? Oh, Misohone. That's what you. That's what you. You were with them. I was I was rolling with the Luke Luther Campbell posse down there. Well, you really the only white guy in the crew. You were, and you look like you were at like a like you were in like a '90s band or something. That's not a band <laughs> thing. Were you ever in a band? Because you I had the, the, actually... the, neck, the what is it? The uh, bracelets <laughs> yeah. with the metal and your hair is kind of like a. Believe it or not, guy. the first thing I ever directed was me. I was a white rapper. Wait, what, you were a white rapper? 1991. Don't make me put you on the spot. Now you could, <laughs> like, if you want, if I said bust a freestyle, you could do something right now. It's just yeah, something man, quick. Cool. You can, yeah, man. No pressure at all, Camp Kennedy. I'm gonna call you Kennedy. I can't uh, go Camp Kennedy. Go Kennedy. It's bothering me. Kennedy, just, just, <laughs> just take your time, okay. but hit me with a freestyle. Uh, is this too? Is me too and Maddie down doing the town. We were checking the podcast, seeing who was around. We crashed. The Bass where they were pumping the bass, then we started kicking it with Chris, the producer. Uh, all right, well, you throw <laughs> right, well, it was a race. The, I'm gonna give a a slow clap with that. I liked it. I liked it. I'm only kidding. No, you really. No, no, no. no we you, did. It was a no, dumb you, thing. It I was did. a long time. You deserve yeah, that. Yeah. That's what you deserve. Because you know what? Compared yeah. to me, I can't do that shit. Yeah. I'm not a fucking rapper, but I do love the music. I'll, listen, let's tell people what, what I. We're going to get. Listen, plenty of UFC stuff. We got Carlos Condit calling in. Um, we're calling him. It's not like he's calling We're going to call him. Holly and we also Holm. have Holly Holm. They're both fighting at UFC 219. That's this Saturday night, December 30th, on pay per view. And uh, you're not a huge fight fan, which I found out like. Ten minutes ago, I'm a dude. I, that's all I watch. Are you like a like a football, baseball guy? Big NFL guy. Yeah. Pat Patriots, my squad oh, since man. I was about five. It's so funny. Now, was your father, or your parents into 
Yeah, you know, my dad was an All-American hockey player, oh, lacrosse player, as a college hockey player. Yeah, that's what I think it really has to come from, really. Yeah. Because I'm at, like, my... What's up, Chris? Oh, I thought you were trying to get my oh, attention. No, 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 I never. Oh yeah, I'm like a bird. I'm like a hummingbird. I fucking lose my concentration. My father was never into anything like that. He was only into like Bruce Lee and stuff. That's why I think I got into the martial arts early. But people know about me. Yeah. I want to hear. So tell people how we met. It sounds fucking weird, like we're dating. But tell people how we met. Now, well, I got what? brought onto this project to direct. So the whole project was a spinoff of the Bright movie, the Will Smith movie. Yes, that's and on they Netflix were trying to. Now. You know, they were looking for ways to to make this thing have legs beyond the feature. Mm. And the idea was, since Will Smith's partner in the movie is an orc. An orc, They you were say. like, what can we do with orcs beyond the movie? Yeah. So then they were like, how about orcs in the UFC? And then the idea of when the, the famous, the infamous video of, of uh, Dana White saying there'll never be a woman in the UFC. Ah, right? It was the old... Will there ever be an orc in the UFC? Never. There will never be an orc in the yeah. UFC. So that's how the whole film starts and it kind of kicks off into the concept of an orc <laughs> finding his way into the UFC. He's ostracized. He's, yeah. he's bullied as a kid because he's a freak. And then Matt Sarah. Right, let's not get too much life. into the story, but I do enter the pro. I do enter it, and I play myself. I don't want to give everything away, yeah. but I do kind of help out with the arc. And now let's talk about my acting. No, I'm only kidding. But I I've never to, acted before. But let me just tell everybody when I because we had to, I had to sort of phone interview. Go ahead. Like, yeah, so, oh yes. So I adopted oh, Matt as one of my actors. <laughs> yeah. What happened? How did? I don't even know how I got called for this thing. Now, they writ written this thing up and they needed somebody to play like a trainer or something. Yeah, so they wrote a script and then I came in and I I built upon the script and yeah. your role expanded heavily ah! once I got involved. So I'm big in and this And I started in digging into the Matt Sarah phenomenon and the power of YouTube and Google. Oh. And I was like, we got to get more of this guy in this thing. You like that. You, yeah, yeah you, you saw something in me. And then we did the phone call. <laughs> I remember <laughs> it was a, it was a, a three way phone call with me, you, and someone yeah, else. Yeah, me, you, and Rich Dagny, the creative director from the ad agency that oh, that, that they brought. Nice me guy, in. great. Yeah, everybody's been very yeah. cool. Rich, but he's the how I got involved. I remember that phone call. I was in my driveway. It was amazing. Was it was the phone call was amazing. We hung. We got off the phone. We called each other back, and we're like, "Holy shit, this guy's a legend." We had fun. <laughs> I don't know what we did on the phone. I don't remember yeah. exactly, but I remember we were laughing. Well, I think you told me the premise of this whole thing, right? And I thought it was fucking hysterical. And it's not even supposed to be funny. But I'm like, all right, I could, I could uh, you know, people got to watch it. There might be some twists and turns in this tiny. How long is this thing? Uh, right in, well it's now it's a four minute sort of little short film oh it's a little short I'm a little yeah. short guy <laughs> this is good uh, Kennedy Kennedy this is gonna be fun this is gonna be your breakthrough directional thing no forget about those booty dances the fucking do live crew no one gives a fuck about them anymore no offense this might be your fucking breakout thing and more importantly not more importantly because I do care about you I but but I'll say more importantly for me because I have kids. I, I this might be my breakout role, Chris the producer. I think it's Hollywood likely. could yeah. be calling after this. <laughs> of course. Hopefully they got a role for me where I got to play myself because that's <laughs> dude. But you know what I did like about it though in this thing is that you guys and this is why I and this is what we talked this is what we did talk about. I remember on the phone is that you kind of said all right look. Uh, we're going to give you a couple of things to hit like maybe a line or two, but it's basically going to be like a curb your enthusiasm type of thing yeah. with me like you let me kind of just talk to this guy well that was the beauty of having you in it because you could have come I, you know i work with 
famous actors. I work with real people. I work. You came in as a real you, person because I'm not really a famous. Well, you person. were. It was you killed it though. Like it was oh, this is great. Like, this is why I had a mini Seriously, I'm making a clip for the it. whole crew. Was like we have the best behind. We're cutting the behind the scenes. Oh, you, well, we had fun thing. though. We had fun oh, on set. It's legendary. You know I mean, what I, I like about Kennedy is he. He gets only annoyed when there's no music because music is energy. I think that's where we're both feeling this. Is that uh, anytime there's no music, he gets all like, ah, he's yelling at somebody. The second in hand, or, where's the music? Ah, this is bullshit. And then all of a sudden, we'll hear some music and he'll start like, that's where I get the, the 90s band thing from, that and the look. I'm like, this guy loves music. I like that. You know, I do that at my schools all the time too. Yeah, it's, you, you know? got to have the vibe on set. Yeah. Because you know? there's a lot of people. Everybody's talking. Yeah. Know, everybody's like, and then you got the one guy, the older guy, nice guy, but he has to always yell for people to be quiet. Yeah, the age. So one time he did that to I'm like, hey, quiet. I'm like, dude, fucking, who are you yelling at? And yeah. I get up, and then I'm like, all right, calm down. What am I doing? We're on a movie set. This is a nice old guy. He's not yelling at me. It's his job to yell quiet. Sometimes I got to catch myself, Kennedy, because I go from silly to psycho in two seconds. I go, what does the matter with me? The guy's not yelling at It's not nothing personal. Why do I got to get all Tony Montana on him where I feel like I'm getting disrespected? <laughs> Something's wrong with me. Because he gets a little, he sounds rude. Yeah, yeah. Because you're sitting there and all of a sudden you're like, oh no, yeah, I'm from New York. I'm talking to this. And uh, one of the staff or whoever it is. And also they'll come right next to you. He doesn't hold the thing where you clip up and down and say fucking action, does he? No, no. Okay, he's someone else. I don't do it. There's a lot yeah. of strange faces. And it'll just go around yelling, like yeah. right next to you. Quiet! I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, man. Fucking yeah, how not, about you keep it down? But it's not his job. That was a local that. Vegas and We don't usually have the no, yellers. He was on nice set. though. Oh, you don't? No, I'm a I used to have that job. That's how I got started. Before you're you a director, the job, a lot of times. You're just yelling at people director. to be quiet? Yeah, but I never didn't do the yell thing. I was yeah. the happy, fun guy. Ah, yeah, yeah you seem happy yeah. and fun. Yeah. We all I know is look, I was never on any kind of thing. Like I shot a couple things, like it's me playing a video game or something, like something stupid like that. But Nothing with any speaking parts where you have the little thing that clicks action. That's fun. The clapper. Yeah. The clapper. <laughs> but uh, you know, so when you when when I had to do I'm like, this is like a good energy here. And plus Travis Brown's a real cool dude. Ray Sifu. I always say Sifu. Sefu. Sefo. Sefo. Yeah. But uh Travis was great too. Travis he was a was natural. A, oh, what a nice dude. The my best part is all the scenes when Matt's with the Orc six six two. 260 nice guy and uh so we're doing these scenes with the orc and matt next yeah. to each other yeah i know that's why we, <laughs> we say, had a height issue i know on. i'm like listen guys i go i'm this we're all the same size it's like what i used to tell tall girls so, hey we're all the same size on the floor no I didn't say that. it was a pickup line but uh, it's the same thing when it comes to fighting you get a guy down it doesn't matter it's longer limbs to snatch yeah why don't I go right into attacking? No, but I'm talking about oh, he's when we're a, oh yeah, oh no, I'm up, to, I'm up to his fucking dick, his orc cock. But uh, what a nice guy, though. His name, give me his name again. You remember his name? Tim Sitars. Yeah, he was yeah, now listen. huge, huge stuntman. He played the, in nice the Revenant. He was the bear. He was the like, fucking oh, wow. bear. This guy does all he, the A list Hollywood. And movies. listen, this awesome. is where this is where I got real uh, fanboyish with because you know me, I don't care. I can meet uh, an actor. I don't give a fuck. But if he was in a Marvel comic book movie, mm -hmm. do you remember? You ever see Winter Soldier? Uh, no. Jump out the I fucking window, can sorry. you please? <laughs> Did you ever see Winter Soldier? No. Nope. Both you guys should just fucking not clock heads together. <laughs> that was a. First of all, you don't have to be a comic book fan to like 
Winter Soldier, uh, Captain America. It's called Winter Soldier. It has fucking GSP fights Captain America. Right, right. But listen, what a great! Don't be texting while I'm telling you about my movies, Kennedy. I, who the who the fuck's calling? Who you got? You got to do you got a breaking gig? This. They're Kennedy's, asking if this is on right now. Yeah, well, tell it. them to relax because listen, you I you know I break concentration. But Kennedy, this is what I wanted to tell you. I'm, I'm lost. No. <laughs> They were in the elevator scene in Winter Soldier where fucking Chris Evans gets jumped by a bunch of S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. And each, listen, each floor, like more guys get on. And uh, who is it? The great Nick, not Nick Grillo. Frank Grillo. Frank Fuck. Grillo, yeah. Nice guy. Great guy. He was great. Uh, he was in that movie. So each floor, more guys get on, get on. And one big dude gets on with a couple of guys. And it's our boy. What's his name? Tim. Tim. I yeah, love Tim. Tim. What a nice guy. And he was in that scene trying to cap, trying to attack Captain America in the elevator. It's a great oh, fucking scene. So you scene. were pumped to be around this guy. Well, yeah. yeah, but you know what it is? I hung out with this guy for two days. Not, I mean, got to just bullshit with him a lot. And what a nice guy. I never, I couldn't pick him up. Besides seeing him in that Winter Soldier, uh-huh. I couldn't pick him out of a, a lineup. I, he was in makeup the whole time. Right. So I'm hanging out with an orc. And yeah. basically, it's Tim, but I don't know what the fuck the guy looks like. Because he was always in makeup. By the time I got the set. So. Right. Yeah, his makeup was four and a half hours a day. Oh, was it really? I yeah. thought it was only a couple hours. No, four and a half hours of makeup before we could even get him on set. That is crazy. Yeah. Right? And then when we did full body on him, it was five and a half. When oh, he did man. his feet and his whole thing when he was in the fight. And they so. just had to, I just had to go in the chair to take away my shine. <laughs> I could shine a little bit, <laughs> Kennedy. I don't got hair like you. You should be so proud. <laughs> Kennedy, so now when does this, people are going to want to see this thing. So the or tra- not, but yeah. they might now. That, you know, our fan, or I don't like to say fans, our our friends of the show. Yeah, the trailers out right now. The listeners, the trailers listeners. out all over the place right now on all the on UFC on Netflix. Am I in it? Yeah, you're in the trailer. You're in the trailer. You better <laughs> this be. All comes down to my fucking. You're the main man in this. We had such a good time, dude. What are you going to put me in next? That's what people really. Dude, want. we already we've been talking about it. We were all like, dude, I swear, we were having drinks the other night. We're like, we got to get Sarah some shit right away. Let's do something. Yeah. Well, let's see how this goes. Yeah. <laughs> it, already, it already went. I mean, we know how it went. Yeah. No, listen, straight up, here's what I'm going to say to you. And I was saying it before we got sidetracked, shocker with you. That we got Better be a compliment coming. Um, no, it doesn't have to be no, a compliment. I mean, go ahead. Let's, in the last two years, I went with Jennifer Garner, Kevin, um, it's Kevin comedian. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. Kevin Hart. It's my size. Um, don't don't burn no bridges though by no, saying no. I'm a better actor. No, no, no. I'm saying like I work with these people, <laughs> and they're all professional. They're all great. Yes, but they do it every day, day in and day out. They do. Yeah. You came in. We yeah. hand you the script. Like I'm like, dude, buster. you can paraphrase, you can ad lib. Yeah. But it was me, in all fairness. Like, I guess I don't want to. I, I don't want to discredit matter, though, myself. Still, when you're putting someone in that environment, <sighs> with all those people staring at you, the lights are on, the oh, clients, everybody's, yes. oh, everybody's wow. nervous. They're they on put money you. into this thing. They're on you. It and did you, feel very big budget. I don't know. It was. I mean, maybe not a big budget. I wasn't yeah, Listen. It was substantial. It's not exactly a high school play I had to do. No, that's what I mean. And you know, it's just because you're being you. Yes. Doesn't mean it's easy to be you in that environment. You know what I'm saying? And you nailed it. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that once you fight in a cage in front of fucking millions, I mean, world, you know, it's more people are going to see it. Uh, thousands in attendance, whatever it's, whatever. Most I fought in front of live was probably 22,000 in Canada when I got my ass kicked by GSP. In the rematch. The, the first one's way better than the rematch. You should watch that one. Uh, UFC 69, I win. But that's not the point. But you get so used to just doing that in front of so many people that I think anything else is not that difficult. Does that make sense? Maybe, yeah. Well, because look, you're about to either become a, a human highlight or you can have the most glorious moment of your life or the most embarrassing moment of your life in front of everybody and it's a 
about to go down. That's, that's very nerve-wracking for most, you know? Even if you're a fighter, a guy could be a tough guy and bump shoulders in the street or have a fight in a club or something, and a guy can whip some ass. But when you got a fight and you got it coming up and you know so many people are going to be watching and your loved ones and people in attendance, the crowd, the ca- you talk about the cameras in your face, mm-hmm. that's why people get tunnel vision right. when they first fight because they go from fighting in a smaller show where they just have to go up to that, that ring. And that's tough enough in fight. But now it's almost like you feel the energy of the production of, mm-hmm. all right, you're on in two. You're going to walk in three. You're walking in two. All right, you're going to walk out. You stand right here. You wait for another guy to walk out. You walk. All right, you're going to go in three, two. What, you're going in the cameras in front of your face and, and the crowd. And that's where guys start to go, oh, fuck, this is not just a fight. This is what. Meanwhile, it is just a fight. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, like, when you told me to come down and I'm just going to be myself and you tell me the situation, I had so much fun with it. I, I, we had fun. Yeah. I think we. I don't ever remember being tense no, at all. You were ne- I mean, when you first got there, oh, what was I doing? <laughs> you were definitely in your ADT mode. Oh, like the first like Be half honest. hour, the first half hour, you're like, "Hey, how you doing? How you doing?" How you doing? It's just like, yeah. I think I was hyper. Was you I was, hyper? And then you were jacking up on one of those those sports bars or whatever that you oh, guys one, eat. One of these yeah. things. <laughs> what does that say? Energy. Yeah, Fire okay. Energy. It's not a monster drink. It's another one, but I like Monster too because that's right. a. <laughs> they should fucking. They should give me a sponsorship. But go but ahead. But then you settled in. You know, we got you yeah. in there. People took some photos. Yeah. And, you know, and then you got. I get a little worked up. out. Your your wardrobe. You brought one. You know, you brought two shirts. For yeah. Two oh, shirts. you know what happened, Chris, the producer? Before I went to go do this film thing. Yeah. They were gonna say. They said they were gonna give me something about some lines or whatever I needed to whatever, and also about what to bring. Uh-huh. But I didn't get that email. I never opened it. I never seen it. So I thought maybe they text me. So when I got off the plane and I brought some shit either way, mm-hmm. <laughs> I brought like gee pants and a sleeveless shirt or whatever. So I'm like, uh, but I'm like, oh, nobody even gave me any lines. So when I got there, they showed me it, and I'm like, all right. And so <laughs> it's not like we a, emailed you yesterday. Again, it's not fucking Shakespeare. By the way, we definitely sent them the same. Oh, no, it's not their bad. They sent it. <laughs> yeah, We're calling okay. call us Congress in trash. a couple minutes. Oh. Yeah, we'll call them in a minute. Yep. All right, we'll call them in a minute. You're welcome to hang out. I don't know what you want to do. You, we're having fun. Bit. Yeah, man. Yeah, you hang out. I'm going to talk to Carlos Collins. Whatever you do, don't interject. Say you don't know who the hell he is. And if it's, you know, listen, <laughs> anybody who's a fight fan knows Carlos Condon. He's a he's one of my favorite guys to watch. Oh, he's, me too, man. He's I'm got so excited. Wins over some major guys. He was this old man. I want to ask him when he head kicked GSP in that title fight. He went five rounds with GSP. Uh he was about to taste the fucking gold. Mm-hmm. It was right. He was he. There was I. You just seen like all right. In a second, Dana's gonna put the belt around him because GSP dropped him. Yeah, and he followed. And he and he's a good. When somebody's hurt, he's a great finisher. Well, that that's the thing. Like that's kind of my question for, for his, Carlos. Like he he he's so close in that fight. The split decision to Robbie Lawler. He gets hurt against Woodley. He's had all these wars. Like is that kind of maybe why he took a break after the Maya loss? Could it's you, a is it a mental thing for him a little bit to just like refresh himself? You know. Well, he's, he's the, so the, close. The, yeah, I mean, he always got right there. And I'm not saying he tripped at the finish line, but he had one shot. Oh, no, he had, wait, he had, how many shots at the title he had? He had the shot with, uh, versus GSP, but that, yeah, and, and against Robbie Lawler. And, and Robbie Lawler, and they, look, remind me of that. <laughs> Split decision. Yeah. That was a while ago. Yep. All right. That yeah, that was, was before the Maya fight. That was, I, you know what it is? All the fights blend into, well, there's so many damn fights. No, well, and it's a, long, it's a while ago. And right? it yeah. was a while ago. Yeah. So that was, 
Okay, and then he had that knee injury with Tyrone, Tyron Woodley. Yeah, which I just watched last week. That and was weird. he? I think Condit won the first round, you know, and then he loses that he gets hurt in the second round. It's one so. of those things where you don't know what would have happened if that knee injury did not occur. Oh, of course, you know, right? So, and he, and also, um, that Robbie Lawler fight was a war, though. Oh yeah, that was a, that was a sweet. That was a split decision, right? And that, so he had two shots at the title. Yep. Shit, man, a split decision. Yeah. Oh, well, and he was the interim champion. You know. That's right. Yeah. Well, listen, he had a he listen, he has a, a, a career already that's gonna Yeah, well he's only thirty three years old too, which is the interesting thing. He's been already he's got forty fights under his belt and he's thirty three. When did old. he start fighting? Because that's gonna make a big two thousand two was his first All right. fight. All right. So he's so, been around and, forever. And and he has a, a a lot of fights. Yeah, he's thirty and ten. Oh man! So like, and God this guy's a really good fighter, dude. Yeah. A really good. I'm, t- I'm telling. I'm telling Kennedy, everybody, my buddy who, uh, my director buddy who doesn't know about the UFC. He's on <laughs> UFC Unfilled. And I did not listen. He's directing the movie. He knew me. Uh, How did you know me? Did you fucking find me on YouTube or something? No, no, I knew you. Did you say, "Oh, there's a little loudmouth guy"? I'm, I got a place. I got Long Island roots. All right. Well, all right. We're gonna get Carlos on the phone. I want to hear how he's feeling. Does he feel rested? And what prompted? I like that word prompted. It sounds very professional. What prompted this this long break? Is that, is that correct English? What prompted? What prompted? No. What would prompt? <laughs> don't fuck. Break? No, I'm not going to say what would prompt, motherfucker. Don't ruin me here, Kennedy. You're here to help me out. I don't have a co-host today. Chris, the producer, better chime in. <laughs> Chris, the producer. That's him. Just like you're Kennedy. He's Chris got three. I, all, I never call him Chris. I, I can't. If I just say Chris, it sounds weird. Chris, the producer, He's Chris does the producer. a lot Chris, the producer is like a, a huge part of the show. Thanks, sir. Hold we on. got him? No, hold on. Oh, this is where I miss Jimmy because he's not breaking <laughs> his balls. Because he starts going, hello, Carlos. Oh, well, we don't got him. Mm-hmm. Fucking. I got You know what I miss? You know what I might do later? I might FaceTime Jimmy. Is that weird at all? No, FaceTime I think he'd probably like to hear from me. All right. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> no, me and Jimmy got very close. You know, I feel like, you know, are you familiar with Jim Norton? I'm very familiar. It feels weird when I call him Jim. And everybody knows him as Jim Norton. Yeah. He's my Jimmy. So when he's not here, do you feel left out? Or no, I you know I'm steering the ship. Yeah, you know I'll fucking take this thing right under. <laughs> <laughs> they really, they really entrusted this fucking show with me. Nah, nah, we have a fun time, man. <laughs> I was just, um, what fight was I watching the other night? That was on. Uh, it was. At a, I don't know why I'm going to bring it up now, but it was such a good fight, and I, I was so looking forward to the rematch. It was Verdum versus uh, Cain Velasquez. Oh yeah, that was on the other night. Yeah, no way. And, and uh, <laughs> fucking Kennedy's. I'm talking to you, Christopher. <laughs> okay, this yeah, guy's like, you have to be. Could you start watching no, this one now? Believe it or not, I've become. Could you I get got, UFC listen, fight pass you know and just watch, start by watching? What fascinating about this project was the intellect of these guys. Like Travis Brown yeah, is bring a him up, smart Don't bring motherfucker. <laughs> no, you. I mean this guy is on point. I mean, as a a businessman, as a fighter, as a husband, as just a guy. I mean, like, I was fascinated meeting this guy. Right. And uh, and And you and your family, and I know where you're going in two hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Radio City. I can tell people now because they're not going to be there by then. They're not going to make it there. We're going to, my family was supposed to come into the studio with me. But uh, I don't know. You know, my wife's got, I got three little girls. So she's getting them ready. And she's like, I'll just. She'll just meet me here. I just, so, yeah, we're going to make the Radio this, City. You have a perception of these guys, you know? <laughs> As animals. As animals. Right. And then you get. Yeah, yeah, we like to fight. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Listen, it's a sport. Right. It's, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's a brutal sport. 
you know? And I can't believe that I've had three broken noses playing hockey. You and got you've fucked ne- up more than You've me. never had this, one broken nose, my big nose too. doing this. No. This is what well, I, I am. They do have to... Um, they do have to punch down at me, so they, I get like, like my forehead scarred up a lot. Mm-hmm. We're having trouble getting Carlos on the phone. Yeah. Let's not let people at home know that. Oh, what's going on over there? And that's he the might be on another call. It's going yeah, on Chris, the producer. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> there you go. You yeah. caught on, man. <laughs> but uh, no, but I talked to Travis about it too, and I talked to some coaches out there. Like the the head injury part of it, because I was I even said. Are these guys going to be able to remember lines? Are they going to be? Able, you know, I mean, come on. What kind of? Well, if I don't remember it, it's because I could be shot, but not right. from getting hit. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I probably had just two concussions my whole like career. You know what I mean? I'm, I was pretty good at defending myself. You know, as far as with taking taking shots. You know, I you know you roll with it. You, yeah. it's it's you know those guys that get their lights put out more like a couple fights in a row or you know you start getting into the you know oh man this guy's been out you start losing count how many times this guy's been out that's no good right you know what I mean um, my very first fight I got stopped with a spinning back fist which was a highlight reel so that's why it kept me humble from day one because that's how I broke on the scene and uh, you know nowadays there's so many fights that a guy can have a bad stoppage but then there'll be a, a fights in a, a week or so two weeks and then there'll be some other stoppages there, so it kind of gets lost in the mix. Back in the day, there wasn't that many. There was a pay per view every so not too often, at least not as often as now. So if you were the guy that's getting laid out, or it's a spectacular like mine, it's the first spinning back fist knockout ever in the UFC. The fuck am I bringing that about? I was winning the fight, but anyway. And not only that, the and guy just you went out cold. Like I went out with like less than ten seconds left. I run. I, you know, they ever hear the song "Only Fools Rush In"? Yeah, it's fucking true in the MMA. I fucking because I was back then. I didn't have the the time uh, put in standing up with the with the with the uh, with the striking. So it was kind of just a straight line street fight standing up. And then the second we did jujitsu, I was, you know, uh, at a great a very high level. So it was, I wasn't as well rounded. I was tough standing up, but I needed time. To just you know work my end with my work just to get my striking down up on up up to par with my uh, with my uh, jujitsu and eventually it did because it got me the title. What's up? Nah, we're working. We'll get him in a second. Hey, listen, I'm in no rush. I want to hear. But anyway, what was I up to? Oh yeah. So anyway, so that yeah. So the so back then, if you got laid out or something, uh, you know, or you were in a spectacular uh, finish, it it it'll it, it's fresh. It's in people's minds um, longer. You know, because there's no other fights to, coming up for a little bit, you know, to, right. to get their mind off it. They're like, oh, see Sarah take that fucking back fist from the guy that dresses like a pimp. The guy dressed like a pimp. The guy that beat me. <laughs> Seriously. And he wore a Speedo. It was fucking oh, Shoney Carter. I got him back in the rematch, but that's not the point. Tell me, what made you want to be a director? Well, we got a little time to kill. I was uh, I was a PA. I got to New York City, and I was a production Are you from assistant. Here? No, I'm from Massachusetts. Okay. I went up to Syracuse for call for school. Oh, you know what? we got. I'm, I yeah. apologize. We got Carlos. Let's go. I want to yeah. talk to Carlos. There you go. Is this Carlos Condon? This is. What's up, buddy? On UFC Unfiltered with me, Matt Sarah. It sounds so weird saying my own name. Jimmy Norton's on uh, <laughs> vacay. What's up, buddy? I met a whole lot, man. How are you? Man, I'm doing great. I wanna. I'm very excited that you're coming back on the scene because I really enjoy enjoy your fights, like many people do. Always exciting as hell. I can't think of one boring Carlos Condon fight ever. You know <laughs> how how do you feel after after this long uh, over a year layoff? I feel good, man. Uh, I feel reinvigorated, honestly. Um, been a long 
long time, you know, been a long time away. And uh, at this point, especially this week, man, I'm chopping at the bit to get back in and do my thing. Now, is that really what it's about? Because you didn't ever really took a ton of damage in your as as far as you know getting you know put out or anything. You know, I mean, I don't remember ever remember you getting uh, beat up, so to speak. So. You know, it was it more of a mental break you needed? Um, you know, man, you know, I honestly, it, I, I've taken, you know, I've taken a decent amount of damage in fights, um, but training, training stuff, you know, um, it's actually been, been more, more of the damage than the, than the mental, you know, I, I love this game and, um, I don't love all of it, you know, it's not, not all of it is, is easy or, or awesome, but, uh, you know, ultimately deep down, I, I, I dig it. Well, after this layoff, I mean, that has to be great for you. I mean, that's such a, uh, over a year that that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a nice break, man. I'm sure you got to hang out with your family and whatnot, but as far as now, what's, what, what, what made now the time to come back, Carlos? Uh, I don't know. It just, just seemed right. Uh, honestly. It was, you know, th- things were clicking while I was training, and um, I had actually been been asking for a fight since before summer, and you know they, they schedule these things pretty far out. So, now, uh, yeah. Now listen, yeah, now, they, they, it, it just came, it just came, it just came together. You know, Carlos, I'm. Lo- I think about your career, and I think about all these, uh, all these. It's not close calls, but it's more like freak things where. It's almost like the laces laces out moment. <laughs> like in other words, you had that <laughs> knee injury with Ty, Tyron Woodley, which you uh-huh. never know what would happen if that went the, it went longer. Uh, you had your fight with um, Robbie Lawler, that war, which was a split decision loss. I'm not bringing up negative shit, you know. I'm not trying to, but uh, but you know, and then then uh, listen, you you dropped GSP with a head kick where. Every oh man, like it's like shit. He's, and you're a killer when somebody's hurt. You got that great killer instinct. You pounced on him, and to his credit, he survived. But it was almost there. Is it, what is the yeah. biggest, um, uh, you know, laces out moment? Is the one thing that sticks out where it's like shit, man. That could have went my way, or yeah, it was. It was probably that GSP, that, yeah. that GSP moment. Um, and I think you know part of it, man. It was. Uh, excuse me, sorry. We were hanging out in this hotel, man. It's freaking smoky. Um, no problem. Yeah, the the GSP fight. I, I had a pretty bad weight cut, man. I wasn't going into the into the fight uh, with a whole lot of energy. Uh, yeah, I just had a, had a bad week um, with my cut, and then you know I go into the fight, and you know things are going how they're going. I land that kick, and then boom, it's time to explode. It's time to go. It's time to get, you know, like get after it. And I, I kind of felt like I didn't have that other gear and I couldn't continue to, to, to pour it on him. And so, you know, that's a bummer. But, you know, ultimately, um, it, it was it was a great fight and I'm proud of my performance. Oh, no, no, it was it was a great fight. Now, you got you were in there with the best of them, man. You put on so many, so many good performances. I was going to say, you know, I'm talking about the fights where you didn't take a lot of damage and I, you know. And and you and you were saying obviously um, the training camps and that's I didn't think about that training camps could be really brutal getting ready for these things and it's very very rare that you're in there and in, in tip top uh, as far as um, 
health, uh, body-wise being healthy because, I mean, it's just, it's you're, you're basically having how many fights before you have your main fight leading up to uh, uh, your, your, um, your, uh, your UFC fight. But my, my point is where I'm getting all the, Christopher Deuce, I just went all over the fucking place. But no, this is it. When you're, now, did you change anything for this, after this break, did you change anything lead, in your training camps as far as with the sparring and taking abuse that you probably did when you were younger? Probably took when you were younger. Um, yeah, I, I definitely did. And I have, I've, I've modified my training over the years. I've, I've sparred less and less. Um, I try to spar, spar with guys that, that I trust, which is, is kind of a tricky proposition over, over at Jackson's right now, um, because, uh, we have, we have a bunch of talent coming in from all over the world, um, bunch of different styles and a bunch of, like young, you know, up and coming guys that are kind of trying to prove themselves. Uh, so, um, that's, you know, you gotta, you gotta be cautious as to who you, who you're sparring with. Um, so yeah, I, I backed off on the sparring. I've, I've also, um, backed off on the volume of, of training. You know, I, I, I was doing less, less practices per day, but like hitting like, you know, one or two solid, pretty intense, um, productive training sessions. And I I really feel that that was, um, uh, beneficial for me. I feel, I feel really good. I feel really, really good coming to this fight. It is strange when you're the name and you have some guys that were probably coming up, you know, into this game, looking up to you. And now they're looking to spar with you. They, it's okay to be a little competitive, <clears throat> but when, you know, the sparring has to be, you have to have somebody that's going to be able to work with you some, you know, where you have these yeah. guys being like, look, they just want to win that round with you. And you're sparring how many rounds in a row? You have probably guys circling in on you. If you got the guy fighting, if you're the guy fighting with the fight coming up, that uh, I remember I had certain guys looking to spar me. And one guy's like, yo, yo, put me in the fifth round in the last half the uh, half of the round where you have pricks that just want to have a good round with you. So it's really important to pick the the right training partners. Who are some of the guys that you're working with day to day? Um, I was working with uh, Dom Waters. Uh, I was working with a guy that you might know. He's actually from out in New York. uh, Harry St. Ledger. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Yeah. uh, Harry's been out in in Albuquerque for a while. So I was working. He was actually one of my main training partners. Uh, Great judo guy, great jujitsu. Um, and yeah, so I, I work with him quite a bit. Now, what do you think of Neil Magny, man? Definitely a stud, you know, well-rounded, lanky. When I heard the matchup that you're coming back and you and you and you're fighting Magny, I got real excited. I go, that's going to be a fun fight. I mean, what what do you think of him as a an opponent? Yeah, dude, he is. Um, yeah, he's 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 tough. Um, he's 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 well he's very well-rounded. Like you said, lanky, rangy. Uses the range well, um, but really what stands out to me is he's he's nonstop. Um, his his pace is amazing, um, and you know that that in itself is a weapon. He just you you can't rest with him. He you know no matter what position he's in, he's 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 coming. He's you know he's got great ground skills. He's got good good clinch work. Um, so I you know this is going to be an exciting fight. This is going to be action packed. I'm I'm excited. I think I think. From a fan perspective, this is definitely going to be a uh, you know one not to miss. Now I'm a big believer in you fight the way you train, and you have a lot of experience, so I'm not really worried about it. But does Octagon Russ concern you at all? 
yeah, sure, man. <laughs> uh, definitely. But, you know, I, I'm, uh, you know, in, in my mind, I'm, I'm an experienced guy. I, I've been in there. I, I, I've been punched in the face and, you know, w- w- you know, once I take one or two or once, once the blood starts flowing, I know that I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. Now, uh, listen, I've been in the game and I never, ever, I, I just, I never like to look past the guy who I have right in front of me. It's never smart to do. But in this day and age now, when there's so many fights, an exciting fight is, it could do it. But when you have a name and you can, you have a guy that, that, that if things go well on the tip of your tongue, you get that chance with that mic and you're like, listen, man, hey, listen, with all, you can say it anyway. You're a very respectful guy, so I'm not saying be a shit talker, but it's always good to, hey, man, listen, I think I want this guy next. Is there anybody that you, you know, not looking, obviously not looking past Magni. Is there anybody you're huh. thinking on the tip of your tongue or you want to save it or? Um, you know, man, I, I, I really haven't even thought that far. There's, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, our prospects, um, Masvidal, uh, ah. uh, Wonder Boy, um, even Till. You know, I, I I fought on a card with Till in in Brazil, and I was you know I was really impressed with his performance back then. And obviously, he's been killing it. This is awesome. I'm ex- listen. Can I just tell you now? You're naming all these guys, I'm, and I'm thinking of you fighting them. I'm um, I'm getting hyped up, Carlos. I'll get hyped up <laughs> enough for both of us. <laughs> Well, listen, man. I that, that's it. I what else can I say? I'm really excited. I'm really excited that you're back, buddy. As a fan, I'm excited, and and I wish you all the best, man. And it's it's, it's this weekend pay per view. Uh, I'm two night UFC two nineteen. Carlos, thanks, man, for hanging out with us. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. All right, take care, bro. All right, the great Carlos Condon. You know that. Listen, that guy's a good fighter. If you want, if you're not a, if you want to get into this sport. You know, watch put his watch his fights on the UFC Fight Pass or whatever, and you'll say, "Holy shit, man!" Because he's a skinny guy. He doesn't look like a pussy or anything, but he's not a big, like muscle bound dude, lanky dude, ripped class? up, welterweight, one seventy. Mm-hmm. You know, the, right. the 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 weight that I got the belt at. It's <laughs> like the drug that is. But seriously, yeah, he's never had a boring fight. Carlos got it. He's great. God, I did so good in an interview, and then I had one thing where I definitely need a gps sometimes in my head where i was asking a question and the next thing it was like squirrel and i went up <laughs> and jimmy you used jimmy good. jimmy could steer this fucking shit right straight if that happens and so Chris, i listened to the producer i did you roll, huh? well he'll let me just fucking yeah, die yeah. No. Let me fuck. Nah, nah, he's all right. No, he I did. put a question up. These are my questions. <laughs> These are. And then yeah. I started doing better when I looked at them. Yeah. But I'm only kidding. No, we have no fun. you're great. Listen, we have fun. And I can't. Now, Holly Holm. Now, this girl is going to be calling in in a little bit. Yeah, 10 minutes we'll call her. 10 minutes? We're fucking flying. Yeah. Uh, Holly Holm, she knocked out uh, Travis's uh, wife. Because uh, uh, I know you know yeah. Travis. Yeah. You know Ronda Rousey, of, of course. course. Yeah. And, she, and Ronda's awesome. I love. I, we love Ronda. Uh, so it's no knock on her. But people have to remember, now Ronda looks human. So people are like, oh, you know, uh, Holly beat her, but, but so did, um, so did uh, the champ. Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes, the champ. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, so she looks human. Oh, her striking needs work because she got knocked out twice in a row or TKO'd. And so it's like by, uh, knocked out by Holly and then TKO'd by, by Amanda. But when, um, when, when Holly fought her, she was a monster movie, man. She was taking everybody down and just snapping their arms, just beating the crap out of every girl they put in front of her, every challenger. She was looking untouchable. So, you uh, know, when they talk about the biggest upsets, 
not only is it, I mean, I'm not to put, when I say, when I put me in there, it's not a bragging thing because everybody thought I was going to get my ass kicked, so I'm not trying to brag, but mine would, my fight with GSP, because everybody thought I was going to work to a, walk to a certain um, beating, a certain <laughs> death, you know, uh, and Holly Holm, uh, every, most people thought that Ronda was going to just throw her down and take her arm. I'm looking at the odds right now. I just went through. Ronda was a minus 1250 favorite going Talked into that I, fight. About, now, what does that mean? So, so Holly was a plus 825 underdog. So for every $100 you bet on Holly as the underdog, you'd win $825. you would have to put $1,250 on Ronda to win $100. That's how big it was. Huge. Wow. It was so. huge. And, and, and Ronda was doing all her typical... Um, you know, pre-fight, very confident, and she, you know, she gets in your face. She was doing her little antics, and uh, it's a listen. This is a mental game too. So she's she's a pro, but she wasn't cracking Holly at all. No. Like you know, as far as like you know, Holly was Holly's was a uh, a, a a woman champion boxer. Champion, she was champion. Yeah, was she? I mean, yeah, ten fucking, times. Yeah, she was I mean. so good as a boxer. She's a this girl, and she is, and kick she can kick. Yeah. Well, and box straight up boxing. Yeah, she boxed, yeah. but but kickboxing. She yeah, was, and kickboxing. Yeah. So she wasn't shook. She has so much experience, so many wars that she wasn't shook at all. So you could just see it. She was just chill. She was just like, you know, drinking a protein shake, very quiet. And uh, Rhonda couldn't get in her head. Then she ended up laying her out with a, with a head kick mm-hmm. it was brutal I actually saw that it was fight. brutal yeah it was brutal and uh which by the way though Ron, i just watched that fight pretty recently like ronda did better in the first round than people yeah. remember but you, you know, know what it was how he turned it around she was sidestepping and she yeah. was oh, moving yeah. and you know making ronda run into the cage it was yeah listen and i love listen no one's a bigger fan than ronda rousey than me i'm a, i love her arm locks i could watch all fucking day long <laughs> dude give <laughs> yeah. me some popcorn let me see her arm locks and her i love her grappling i love her. I, I enjoy her fighting in general you gotta understand she she put the women's fighting uh, um on the map man she took out anybody in front of her and then you know life life gets in there how you know? young is the woman's side of this how many years oh when was that how Three, many years whenever Rhonda started I mean we're talking four years I mean, Rhonda years. basically can't be that started, long. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah but she started all that it was amazing with Dana when we were filming at the UFC Institute how Dana, Dana took us into the into the nerve center where they actually the war room where they all go in ah. and they've got all the names of all like the women oh, wow. positions <laughs> and it's like dudes 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 and then the women's section it was interesting to see how I, that'll be in another five you know what's years. Funny? Yeah. I, I haven't been in yeah, Rhonda's debut was February twenty third two thousand thirteen. Right. So that's when it started. Mm-hmm. When I went to that instant uh, the performance institute for the first time, I'm like, this is like the fucking Avengers mansion. It's crazy, right? It's a reference you're not gonna get. No, I know. I you couldn't want, believe do you watch that. Any of these movies? Yeah, I actually saw that one too. You watch the comic I am a movies? director. I have to watch I know. This you, shit. Do you like those movies? Don't shit on them. What kind of movies do you like? <laughs> I like this, the heartfelt ones. You know? pussy. The stories, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a pussy I don't even know you that well to call you well, I think we I think we're friendly like that course, you know man. I'm, I'm yeah. a jokester you're not a pussy but just because you don't like fighting or fucking no I like it I just it, it took I guess I'm the what am I talking about mm-hmm. comic movies fucking uh, you know, I was a Marvelous Marlon Hagler fan a huge oh, fan me too that's great oh, no I mean boxing I grew up yeah I grew up on, I'm 50 years old so I grew up on boxing you, yeah. you look how young he looks that's why I told you he looks like he was in a band in the 90s <laughs> that's right because right? I was you fucking were man as I talked to you I'm getting hey before all he calls and I gotta you gotta leave to, no no I wanna know did, hang out did, does this does your fan base out there know that your story what my what, what? That you're, oh yeah they know about the new story do. yeah, yeah. because I mean well, that, I brought I don't know why I brought that up 
No, you were just, my, I was telling my story. Yeah, yeah, I mean, can they? Can yeah, you can talk it about again? it. Yeah, sure. No, talk can about you it. tell him cases? No, no, people. No, them. listen. You know, I, I was. Yeah, supposed, he's, he's told it. Oh, yeah, okay. but yeah, but it's okay. No, no, I was seventeen years old. I was supposed. I was supposed to go to the Marine Corps. I got to a street situation. A guy came up to my my business with thirteen. You know, a story's never. Uh, you know, a story's correct when it never changes. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. I was supposed. I was in a delay entry program. My parents signed the thing like, "Good when he's eighteen, let him go to the fucking Marines." It was nineteen ninety two. Because you were year. struggling a little bit, right? Well, I was a. I was a. Um, I, I was a. I was a scrapping kid. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Wasn't into sports, even though I played with my friends. Like, but I didn't like the jockey attitude of some of the coaches. I thought they were douchebags. Right. They weren't cool. I, I mean, listen. I'm not. A lot of my friends are jocks. I'm not trying to be like i don't want to people to be like i don't want to be a, i want to be anti-sports or something I, I think it has a lot of good things but a lot of the coaches i just didn't really get along with mm-hmm. you know it's just that fucking attitude I don't except know. for longo well longo's not a, a he's not a, a high <laughs> no, school I know, I know. Uh, football coach I, I had another a guy who was a fucking asshole so um so i ended up clashing heads with them and plus maybe i was just a little rambunctious i needed jujitsu back then but there wasn't any jujitsu back then so when i found it but anyway i was going to um I was, so I was going to go into the the, the uh, Marines, and I got to a fight, and I ended up, you know, uh, taking the guy's ear because he got me in a headlock. He was choking me and squeezing my neck. And it was a street fight, like a, a sh- at, a, at a bar. No, I was, I was delivering pizzas at Pizza Amore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's close, it's close. And what they were just fucking. And they with you? were no, they they came down to uh, it was some over bullshit. Just I, I had a girlfriend at the time. Some where, Long Island shit. Yeah, some Long Island. The guy was a Long Island knucklehead, man. <laughs> Not me. I'm a Long Island good guy. I'm a Long Island superhero from Long Strong Island. Island. Rottweiler. Yeah. But anyway, so you know, the guy came up to my work. That's why you know, I had legs to stand on with the thing. It's not like I met him somewhere. If I would have met him at the flagpole and, and bit his ear, I could have been. it would have been way worse for me. But I was at my place of business. The guy came up with 13 guys. My boss gets his nose broken trying to not to get me jumped. After uh, that, what happened? We squared off and, the, and it didn't go his way. And, and uh, whatever. I, did, I ended up not being able to able to get into the Marines because of that incident. That's how we talked about it when I first met you. I mean, did you I don't just sit around the year out? Or yes, you... I did. What do you think? I fucking I swallowed it. I put some relish on it, motherfucker. What am I, a weirdo? But anyway, that's the reason why I didn't. I wasn't able to get into the Marine Corps. Did you ever talk and, to Holyfield about ear bites? No, but I, again, I talked about this. People can go back to old shows, but it, I, the, when what's really funny about that is <clears throat> this happened when I was 17 in 1992. And whatever it happened, I don't know the exact date when that happened with Amanda Holyfield uh, and um, and uh, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson biting Amanda Holyfield's ear in the ring. But it has to be around six years later, if you because from 1992, because I was getting sued civilly from that dude, and that's exactly when that happened. Like, oh, this ain't wow. good for my case. Fucking wow. <laughs> everybody's calling the guy an animal. But, you know, I didn't do it during a jiu-jitsu match. I did that shit in a fucking fighting for my life right. on the streets of Strong Island. <laughs> but listen, what am I going to do, you know? But so now I'm hanging story. out with you, Yeah, that's that Kennedy. was a story that was floating around on set and everybody was this enjoying it. Is that a private call he's taking on that side of the fucking <laughs> table? The producers we have fun here. Pizza. Do you have fun? You're having fun on UFC? Pro- uh, I love fucking, it, uh, This is great. What is this called? Nice again? studio. <laughs> very this is nice, not right? Not cold. Usually I'm cold in You know what's places. funny? When we got here, he, he was. we got some posters delivered. They went out to spice up the walls and stuff. Right. Put more UFC stuff. I go. Is there? A, am I on one of those posters? Because I used to fight. You know. What the you, fuck do I want to? What do I want to look at? Poster? Like Brock, Brock Lesnar poster. <laughs> they better put me on a. They better get some. Uh, hey Jimmy. Hey, I'm Jimmy. Hey, fuck yeah, I miss Jimmy. Who yeah. are you talking to? That uh, I was, I was wondering if it was gonna be Holly Holm. There, she's calling in five minutes. She's just hey, running hey, a couple Kennedy, minutes late. Now, so. you, now you know why I'm doing this podcast instead of be sitting behind a, like a, a Fox desk. 
You can't have me in fucking. Uh, you can't Live have me TV. as a cola cow. No. <laughs> I'll fucking start looking at the ceiling. That, you need me in this kind of environment. That must have been impossible for you to have the the earpiece. That sucked. Like that I did the I did the um the analyst work for Fox, and they uh, they were very nice. Everybody was very cool. Um, what was it for Fox Sports One or something? And uh, you know, with Karen Bryant and them, very cool. Everybody's very cool. I was there with Rashad Evans was my guy. We were we were bullshitting, but it's so unlike this. This yeah. is so laid back. This, yeah. If there was no microphones, we'd have the same exact conversation. It's scripted, uh, but but yeah, it's that. But also like, like I don't know, like they somebody would tell a, like a corny joke or something, and I gotta go, ah, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> funny. And you know, it's not really that funny at all, and I have to do that because I don't want them to look like dicks. And then I got something an earpiece in, so when I'm talking, all of a sudden I hear rap, rap, and I I, I was about to. I, I'm like, what? So I have to finish my thought, which is hard <laughs> enough for me to finish. You saw me interview Carlos and fucking get lost in my world. <laughs> so listen, it's not easy fucking being me. But no, so I that's why when they approached me with this, I'm like, all right, man, it's just me and Jimmy hanging out and Chris, the fucking producer. That's right. Yeah, you got your hand up over there. I was going to forget you. And, this, and we have a good time, man. We talk fights. And Jimmy's usually here with those interviews to help out. I do okay. I do all right. That was great. That was I can't wait to talk to Holly. I know what it's like to be in her shoes. Yeah. I know what it's like for people. Because listen, she's fighting Cyborg. Cyborg's a fucking, with all due respect, lovely woman, but a mm-hmm. fucking monster movie in the, in the cage. She's She is the female. If there's ever a female Mike Tyson in there, it's this chick. She's She just lays people out. She'll fuck up most dudes, man. How much time do they get in between? So... This fight coming up with her. Yes. So she gets. It, are, is the, are they told when they're going to fight again, or do they have it? What do you mean? No. Well, sometime? I mean, no. You got at least a two month camp, at yeah. least. Mm-hmm. I'd say, unless it's a short. For the most notice. part, yeah. Right. For the most part, yeah. Unless you're coming, you're in shape, and you take a fight on. I'd say anything less than two months. I say short notice or kind of short notice, unless you're already in shape and you take it in six weeks, but you're already in shape. I, me, but then again, I get chubby between fights. But I would need a two and a half month camp, three months of training. So that's why, like back in the see now, you see me more laid back. I mean, listen, this is me, a husband and a father. Right. Okay. Don't don't judge me. But uh, but so listen, I eat pizza with my kids. But back in the day, it'd be like half the year. I'd be training if I had two fights a year so I could eat pizza and smoke a little herb in the off season. But that's not a lot because I'm training half the year. So now I got to balance stuff. It's like That was a big part when we were casting for the film. A lot of guys weren't interested because their workout regimen that they were in, they didn't want to be seen with their shirt off yeah. on camera at that particular you know time what, we were no, filming. You know what I like about I you saying believe this? The fighters, yeah. Saying. That's interesting. Yeah, they were like, no, we. this isn't a time where I can be seen with my shirt off. I, I got to say no to the wow. movie. I'm yeah. so, I'm, that, well, first of all, that would be me if you ever asked for my shirt <laughs> off. I would say only if my buddy Ray Longo takes his shirt off. You don't know Ray, but if you well, ever see him. He was supposed to come with you. I, they didn't well, buy hey, him a flight. Did I, did I not ask? You heard the phone call. Yeah. I want my buddy to hear this because he's like, yeah, you went out there. You no, we wanted him. I wanted him. Who did I ask? What did I say? I go, if you really want this to look even better than you're thinking, because I know with me, you're thinking it's going to be fucking phenomenal. I'm only kidding. But I'm like, yo, let's get, let's get Longo in this yep, thing. You did. And what and happened? I said yes, and then I guess somebody said no. Somebody, somebody want to come up with a plane Longo ticket? Longo fucking axed. Plus, you had to hurry back and get to a bar mitzvah or something. So the sky, me, yeah, I had to get back to uh, my godson's shower. My my buddy Frankie Bam Bam Oyoki. Oh, you missed the rap party. I mean, the guy. I, you had a rap party. Threw down in Vegas. Are you serious? Right? Come on, you know how we do. Dude, it. What happens there? Fucking doesn't come back. Not that I do anything. I'm just saying. The you b- know, rap party is the best part. Well, let's, I mean, what? 
You didn't tell nobody. I didn't get invited to the rap party. I didn't get invited to the rap party. Because you left. You went to your godson. I didn't get invited to the rap party. Bar mitzvah. Bat mitzvah. It wasn't a fucking bar mitzvah, dude. It was a shower. I mean, of course, it's a shower that guys go through also, which fucking was weird. I go, dude, I never heard of a, a shower where dudes go. I know. I was surprised. You know? I was. But, what, but I was the godfather. I was disappointed when I heard that's what you are doing. I was the godfather. Oh, you got to do it. And he man. had the kid, Jeremy, my new godson. I got to go. I, have, I haven't even seen the kid because I was sick last week. <laughs> that's why I don't do the. That's why I don't do the analyst work either. I fucking burp into the microphone like a child. I still play video games, Camp Kennedy. Which one? I do. Oh, the Vive virtual reality. This is. I know you. You said you're fifty. You probably used to like Longo. You played Hubert. Listen, this ain't one of this one. This ain't the thing that turns the box colors and the frogger getting across the street. Right. Fuck that. This is virtual reality. Look, he's getting... You got the I mask mean. We're talking on? fights all the no, time. No, no, no. I'm just making sure that we're, we're hey, not missing the call. Hey, Holly calls. You tell me. I will. She's, this is... Let me get her notes ready. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. And she's coming off. She's coming off of knocking out uh, uh, Betch, Beth Carrera. Betch Cohea, yeah. Cohea. 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 Yeah. Very beautiful. By the way, what round was that in before I told uh, about five? I want to say it's the second round, but I'll double check. And listen, I'm talking about... Listen, I think it's because it's a little expensive. This whole virtual reality thing—it's called Vive, or is it Viv? V I V E. I think it's Vive. I think it's Vive. Vive, The Vive uh, HTC Vive or something. It's so third round head kick. Third round head kick. But listen, (laughs) 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 listen, this fucking Vive thing. Oh my goodness! You heard of Call of Duty, right? right? Well, listen. Have you ever saw Zoolander? It's in the computer. You're in the fucking computer. You're in the game. I'm talking to a Pixel guy. My wife, well, first of all, it might interfere with my sex life. Not because I'm playing it more than having sex. Because my wife's not going to want to fucking have me lay on her anymore. Because it's fucking, she watches me play this. And she goes, you got to, you got to stop. You got to, if you look on my Instagram, Matt Sarah BJJ, you'll see me playing this fucking, you said it, you seen it. You commented where I look like the Terminator. Oh, Mr. Producer, you can't make any sudden moves. Over just having, having a sip of water. Sorry. Yeah. Listen, but uh, so I played this fucking Vive game. I got the picture of me with that. You seen it? I got the headset on. Yeah. You said I look like the Terminator. Yeah. You're 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 in the Call of Duty. It's a game called Onward, mm-hmm. and there's people on there where I got my wife's scream name. I got to change it. So right now it says Ann Sarah, and it's fucking there. So 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 I say no no. My name's Matt because the guys are talking to me. So some kids are like, wait a minute. Ask him if he's the one that fought GSP. I'm like, oh, guys, you know. Do anyway. you say yeah? Yeah, man. That's listen, we, we're, we're going to war together, me and these guys. <laughs> we got to be honest. So yeah. listen, it's so much fun, dude. So you're in there and you're, 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 there's different games where you're fucking, you're basically in the Call of Duty. So sometimes I'm banging into walls and shit because I got my head, you know, because you got a little, you know where you'll go out of bounds because it'll light up into like almost like a computer like thing where you see the outlines. But sometimes you could fuck it. I was going into the Christmas tree the other day, but because I have it right there. But you know, my wife hears me yelling because there's things called evac where you have to hold off the enemy, and then you have to hear the music. You have to get to the chopper. So my wife hears me fucking. Come on, guys! I'll hold them off. Get to the chopper. And she's just like, "Oh, you gotta be, you gotta be kidding me!" You know. Um, all right. You know what? We're getting a call right now. Oh, I can't wait. There we go. Is this the great Holly home? Uh, this is actually Steve, but are you guys Hi, Steve. Oh, we'll talk to you. Oh, is Holly ready? <laughs> yeah, she's all ready. I uh, can't wait to talk to Holly. Is. All right, perfect. Let me uh, patch her in. All right. Hi there. How are you? Holly, home. How are you? This is your biggest fan, Matt Sarah. You're on UFC Unfiltered. <laughs> how are you? It's so good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, Holly. Listen, I am so 
so psyched and uh, for you for this weekend fighting cyborg. Now this is a girl that nobody nobody's really lining up to fight this girl. There's actually Jermaine Durandere with yeah man she 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 bucked out man she left that title which she fought you for and that's a whole other thing we're gonna get into afterwards. But you know what made you want to take this fight? You know, this fight I felt like might happen, and so I kind of put it in my head as a possibility for a while, and I just knew there had been a little bit of talk about it. I just knew that I wanted to have a full training camp for it, and when it kind of started to feel like it was going to happen, I kind of started focusing on it, and, you know, the bigger the risk, the better the reward, and I want to feel like I'm challenging myself in this career, so here we are. The fight's right here. It's in front of us. It's already, you know, it's been... It's gone by quick, this training camp, but I feel good. I feel like I peaked at the right time. I feel focused, and I feel ready. Now, I now listen, when you fought Ronda Rousey, people seem to forget that Ronda, when you fought her, she was the biggest monster movie out there. She was taking arms left and right, went through the knocking people out. She went through the whole division. So you were a huge underdog in that fight. And, and going into that, like I remember Ronda just not being able to get in your head and you were just business as usual. And I seen some of your boxing matches before that. I was very excited for the fight. How do you feel? Now here you are again, by the way. You're about you're fighting cyborg and you're in the similar similar boat where people aren't giving you a, a shot, even after you did that to Rhonda, because now you made Rhonda look human as and then so did and after that Amanda did. So they're not giving you that credit where you had to fight this person that, that everybody thought you were walking to a, a certain doom. So how does that feel that you're in those shoes again? You know, when it comes when it comes down to it, she's just another fighter, and she's beatable. She's she's definitely a very tough fighter, an aggressive fighter, a strong fighter. But that doesn't mean that she's unbeatable, and that's all there is to it. I've trained hard, and I know that I'm capable of getting this victory. Now, when you competed versus Jermaine to get that for that one forty for that for the belt and and that Cyborg has now. Now, what what really threw me off is that you had to know that. That cy that cy cyborg is going to be in that division. They basically made that division for her. So, do you feel it's weird that that Jermaine dropped the belt after that? That she, she'd have to know that she'd have to fight cyborg sooner or later in that division, correct? Yeah, I you know I haven't really thought too much about it. After she got the belt, I thought she might actually fight cyborg. I'm not sure, but that's that's her decision, her thing. That was something a decision she made to let it go. Um, you know, maybe she's just not passionate about trying to keep keep in the fight anymore. I don't know, but I haven't really thought too much about it. I know that I'm still in it. I still want to fight, and I'm still passionate about it, and I'm ready to take on this fight and give it the best that I've got. You know, we just talked to your teammate, Carlos Condit, who I'm psyched to have him back uh, fighting. What are your Absolutely. thoughts about him coming back? Are you excited that he's going to be on this call with you? Absolutely. I've known him for a long time and it's been years and years and years like, you know, uh, since we've been able to be fighting at the same time, the same night. And I feel like it's kind of fun to be able to have somebody that's been around since I've, I've started. You know, there's been uh, boxing fights I've had way back in the day, you know, and I remember him coming up first sparring and uh, at Winkle John's gym. And so it's nice to have somebody from home that's a good teammate and a good friend of mine. And to be able to fight the same night, uh, how can you not feel, you know, 
the energy and feel positive when you've got that going, especially with somebody who's accomplished so much in his career. He's a veteran of the sport and had some huge fights and some huge uh, victories in his career. And um, I'm excited to be here with him and be able to share this night with him. Now, do you feel more comfortable at this weight or at 135? I mean, is it, is it a lot? Is it a way different diet for you, or not even? No, I I really kind of eat the same things. Just maybe I eat a little less when I'm going to 35 because I'm trying to kind of cut down and and you know get a little smaller. But for this fight, I just I tried to stay really healthy. I didn't really weigh myself that much. I probably only weighed myself maybe five times the entire camp because I didn't want to think about what the scale said. I just wanted to go with how my body felt. I didn't want to eat unhealthy food and you know keep bad weight on but i definitely wanted to eat to be healthy to feel energetic and to be able to have my strength for my workouts and not have to really worry about what the actual scale said so the diet is pretty much similar i, I mean i eat everything i eat and it <laughs> Me kind of too. Eats, uh, just to try to eat clean and 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 lean with it you know now holly i'm not just buttering up because you could listen to an earlier episode of this program okay but i am picking you my my jim norton the, my co-host yeah. jimmy norton he's away right now because i put him uh-huh. right on the spot he's picking cyborg and i, I will boo him for <laughs> okay. that i don't know what he listen. yeah he, he's not the fighter though holly trust yeah. me i'm the fighter right. uh, i i really feel you got this i do uh, you don't need me to gas you up but i i i you i love your your um your the way you keep your your range your 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 footwork you've been in battles you you have a great arsenal and uh this is gonna be like a bull with like a, a bull a bull it. with a ma- like a bull and matador. I am so I am so psyched for you. You shocked the world once, and only thing better than shocking it once is shocking it twice. I only shocked it, it once, <laughs> so you're gonna be able to shock it <laughs> twice. And I, I I'm very excited for you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you, and I that's my plan is to be able to do it again. And who really gets this opportunity to do it again? So that's why I want to make sure and be in the moment and try and make it happen. You said it. You said it great with uh, the best with, uh, you know, the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward, right? Did you say that or did I ruin it? (laughs) That was it. No, 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 that's what I said. The the, the bigger the risk, the better the reward for sure. Well, listen, I'm going to be watching. Um, I'm rooting for you. I, I can't wait. The great Holly Holm this weekend, UFC 219 on pay per view, fighting Cyborg for the title. Hey, best of luck, Holly. Best of luck. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you, Holly. Take care. All right. She's so sweet. And she's such a, for such a sweet girl, Kennedy. It's amazing. Listen to me. She's tough as, oh no, she's a sweet, sweetheart of a girl, but she is a great fighter. (laughs) And I'm telling you, Christopher Dusa, I got a feeling, man. Look how happy I'm getting. I, I have a feeling that she's going to do it this weekend. I know. We should do our picks quickly. Let's I, do the picks because yeah. I got to go to Radio City with my okay, kids definitely. and my kids. Well, look, Kennedy. You know, you never, you don't watch often. Get the pay per view this weekend, two nineteen yeah. Saturday night. You know the fucking you get the next the next day is the New Year's Eve. You can relax, and do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. All right, but mm-hmm. t- but try to get this because yeah. this fight, you, it, it's going to be one of those holy fuck moments. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's pick the fights. Well, I was gonna. Can I just ask you right before we get into the picks? Do you think if Holly Holm beats Cyborg, she wins this title? Is she considered the best female fight MMA fighter? Listen, there's fights that she lost that were fucking razor razor thin. Right. Like, you know what I mean? And when she fought Misha Tate and she lost the title, she was winning that fight. And oh, she got out of some hairy positions yep. before that choke got sunk in. And when that choke got sunk in, what did she do? Kennedy, 
I'll tell you what she didn't do. She could have tapped. No, hey, listen, no, no, on a loss. She was that thing was sunk. She didn't tap. She went. She took a fucking nap because she was looking. She was what was going through her mind was it? Oh no, I'm going out. It was if I just get out of this. If I just get out of this, I win this fight. And that's the last thing she remembers. She, she was literally so, punching as she was I, going out. I, that's how I am getting. I love watching Holly Holm fight. She's one of my favorites, and she's a fucking warrior. And you can't tell. You talked to her on that phone. Oh, what a sweet, what a nice girl. She'll head kick you. She'll kick your fucking head off, Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kennedy. I get excited. Let's do these picks. Right, I got to so go see the Rockets. You're picking Holly Holm. How, you, how is Holly going to win this fight? I say Holly head kick fourth round. Wow. Okay. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I hope so, man. I mean, I, I actually, I, I went back and forth on this. I'm taking Cyborg with the fourth round. Okay. No, no, no. no, no listen, no, it's you okay. can boo me. That's okay. That's okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> no, no. Everybody agrees with you. Yeah. Um, Fucking boo. And our buddy boo. Jim Norton. Go ahead. Picks I got. Go he ahead. has Cyborg second round KO. All right. Punch, uh-huh. Punches uh-huh. to the bosom, which I think is unlikely, but that's what he wrote. I don't like that at all. Okay. Listen, and that's not how she's going to win if she does win. Uh, Holly's going to do it. I, I'm Holly's gonna do it. I want people to listen to this the following week, and they're gonna say, "Matt, you are a fucking. Not only are you good looking and short and powerful, and you have Kamoras, <laughs> you are a fucking Notre Dame of this game." So what else we got? We have Habib Nurmagomedov versus Edson Barbosa in the co-main event. I'm kind of buying. Well, not. Uh, yeah, I know because well, he's with uh, Mark Henry. Yeah, Edson is Edson. Is what my 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 uh, my uh, extended family, but. Oh God, I'm going with Khabib. Yeah, by um, by uh, ground and pound. What round? <clears throat> I'm sorry, everybody, for burping like a child into the microphone. Are we still on air? Yeah, we're still okay. Yeah. Um, I say, I say, but if I say third round, I say Edson's, Edson's going to hang in there. Yeah, or maybe second round. Ah, uh, second round. Okay, <laughs> I'm um, Jim has Khabib winning by. Second round submission, and he says, although he wants Edson to knock him out in the first round, he thinks Khabib's going to take it. I think it's going to be a decision. I think he's probably going to be able to stay on top of him. I don't know if he can finish him, but I have Khabib winning. How sweet was Holly Holm? She's the best. What a great. She's really great. I mean, I'm rooting for Holly, but I I don't. I I, we'll see. Man, I I hope she does it. Man, it's so exciting. I like that she takes these fights, these big fights, these risks. Oh yeah, she's Um, not afraid at all. What else? Um, So the Jimmy Rivera uh, John Lineker fight. Nothing official from the UFC, but Lineker said a couple of days ago that he is pulling out because he had to have surgery right. on his tooth or whatever. We're not, not going to so take we'll, that one. So we'll let's, skip let's that one. Let's do the Call of sure. Condit fight. Uh, well, we have... Okay, we'll right, do... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Then we have Cynthia Calvillo versus Carla Esparza. And then we'll... <sighs> Ooh. Kennedy. You don't know. That's a great fight, by the way. It's a really fun fight. Mm. That's a step up for for Cynthia, yeah. But she's 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 with the alpha males, mm-hmm. and Carla's tough, man. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Cynthia's gonna take it. Okay, I'm gonna say she's gonna take it by decision. All right, fair enough. Jim has uh, Cynthia Calvillo also second round submission, and I actually have her by Whoa! second round. Submission. So there you go. No, let's do it. Come on, what else? Carlos Condit and Neil Magny are leading off the pay per view, which is, this is an unbelievable card. Mm, Carlos Condon. TKO second round. Okay. Holla! Uh, Holla! I have Carlos, uh, you know, TKO, KO in the third round, and Jim has Condit winning by decision. 
right. So we're all kind of aligned all right. here. All right. And we'll see if you're right about Holly. Listen, uh, what time is it now? I got it. All right. I see the yeah, time. You, Don't you worry got about a that. Couple I got to get over to Radio City because you know why? My wife's got this, the tickets on her phone. It's okay. a new age. We're going to be done. I go, hey, honey, I'm going to meet you there. Give me, give me the uh, ticket. And she goes, it's on my phone. <laughs> it's not a great story down this <laughs> way. But all right, listen to me. I want to. Th- what else are we doing? Are we getting out of here? I just want to say so. What? Monday is New Year's Day. We're not recording oh. just one episode next week. Thursday, Jim will be back, and then we're back. Jimmy's on- back. Yeah, and then we're back. Jimmy's. On- Jimmy's fucking Jimmy. I miss my Jimmy. I want him <laughs> back. Oh, why are we doing that? All right, listen to me, Kennedy. People got to know you. How can they find you? We got to. We got to spice up your fucking Instagram. I know, man. What you is it? Camp Kennedy. Camp, well, Camp Fire is our company. Campfire TV. That's okay. the production company. Is that with a K? Same. Camp it's with a K. And then Camp Kennedy is my Instagram. And then um, yeah, just check this out. Watch this thing. I will say there's an interesting twist at the end of the Ooh, film. A twist of the, sh- a the twist, film with the orc. And it features and focuses on our very true buddy right here. Who me? Matt Sarah. The me? end of the film. Watch the end. See what happens. And where, where are they going to be able to catch this this little orc it's film that I'm in? It's on the UFC site. It's on the UFC Netflix. Sites. It's on all the everything. Anyway, you see UFC, you'll see right. it. You'll the, find the, the trailers all over the place. It's called Fight. It's called Fight. And Fight. I'm going to put. And again, it's it's a spinoff of the movie Bright, the Will Smith ah. film, which is doing very well. I movies. if you want, if anybody wants to go to my Instagram, Matt Sarah BJJ, I will put up where to find it and whatnot. That's right. I'm, December 30th it comes out. Yes. How exciting. That's Kennedy, thanks right. for hanging out. Guys, thank you. All right. Chris, the producer, good seeing you. Chris, the producer, you too, and I want to I, say everyone out there, Chris, the producer, is super talented and does a lot in here. Suddenly. Oh, thanks, I appreciate <laughs> it. No, no, listen. Suddenly, all my compliments mean a little less. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Chris, the producer, of course you deserve that. Listen to me. Um, UFC 219 is Saturday Night Pay-Per-View. Cyborg Miss home. Also, Carlos Condit's going to be fighting Neil Magny. It's going to be a phenomenal card. I'll be watching it, Kennedy. I'm going to be watching it. And you're going to be watching it I'm coming to your house. All right, we got to go. I don't know. I'm going to confirm that. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>